This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to reach the next level of themselves, athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault, and today we are going to be talking a little bit about exactly what I do and exactly why I do it. And so, like I mentioned before we started the, the broadcast, the reason that I wanted to talk about this today is I've had a pretty decent influx of followers on a few different platforms, which of course feels good, but I wanted to bring this as a little bit of an introduction. If it is your first time tuning into the show, if you've been following me for a little bit and you see some of the posts talking about training and all that, but you don't know really who's behind it. You don't really understand, you know, who I am or how I kind of got to do what I do. Um, That's what we're going to be addressing in the show today. So we're going to take you very quickly, way, way back. Um, I started coaching when I was 15 years old. I was a student in high school, and I was coaching younger students in my high school in powerlifting. And at the time, I was competing as well. I was competing at a national level. And even at that time, I was getting more excited about the personal best that they were setting, and I was getting more excited about you know, the records they were breaking than I was about my own. And right from that moment... I kind of realized that as much as competing was fun, coaching was my future. And so fast forward, going into university, I spent my university years working with uh, the Montreal Alouettes in the summertime. I was an apprentice with them, working with their strength and conditioning staff. I worked with the football team, hockey team, soccer team, rugby team, and basketball team during my four years of university. And I had a summer job at the gym so I was basically at the gym every waking hour that I was not in class Um, moving past university I moved I moved back to Ottawa where where I'm actually from and I got a job at a gym that I had about I was making about $800 a month um, working split shifts which is just so much fun I lived across the city from the gym too so Doing a lot of traveling for very, very little money, but it was a job in a gym, so in my head, I was happy with it. I was excited that I at least had the opportunity to be in the field that I wanted to be in. Now, fast forward about eight months from getting that job, and I lost both my job and my six-year relationship in the span of about a week and a half. And that's when I realized that the life I was living, the path I was on, was not making me super happy. I knew I wanted to coach. I knew I wanted to spend my time in this industry, but myself, I was just not in a good place. So I sat down one night um, and I just Googled strength and conditioning jobs, Canada. I knew I wanted to get out of Ottawa. I knew I wanted to get away from, you know, what I was doing, where I was at, who I was becoming. And I wanted to do something different. I wanted to, you know, just really try to find who I was as a person really wanted to find, you know, what my next steps were. And that's when I moved to Calgary. I found a job at a gym out here. And uh, I came out there with the mentality of, you know, 
I'll give it six months. I'll see what I can learn at this new job. And then let's see how it goes. If it goes well, great. If it doesn't, then I'll just come back to Ottawa and figure out what's next. That was the summer of 2017. So it went pretty well. Uh, uh, at that job, I remember walking in my first day thinking that, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I've got some experience. I might be able to teach these people a thing or two and got immediately humbled. At that gym, we had, I believe it was seven people pursuing professional doctorates in um, in various areas of strength and conditioning. We had, it was just next level. Like it was something that I had never seen before. And for me, that gave me a lot of hope because I realized for the first time I was in an environment where people were actually making a good living doing what I wanted to do. So I figured that was the moment where the ego gets set aside. And I thought, you know what, if I'm going to do this, I got to do it right. I got to shut my mouth. I got to listen. And I got to make sure I'm there to take in every piece of information that I can take in. I was at that job about two and a half years. Um, the first 365 days that I was in Calgary, I worked 363 of them at the gym. And it was just really that mentality of understanding that this, if this is what I was going to do, I needed to build it for myself. And through my time at that gym, uh, and then moving off onto my own a little bit before COVID started, I came to one very important realization about the athletes I was working with. Um, I came to a very important realization about the career that I was pursuing, the athletes I was working with, and what my future actually held in this industry. Although, yes, strength and conditioning has been the passion for the better part of 15 years now and was really the only job I ever actually saw myself pursuing. Through the time moving to Calgary, working at the Athlete Factory, and moving on on my own, I started understanding that the role of a coach when it comes to working with athletes is so much more than physical. Even if it's a strength and conditioning coach, the role of a coach is about so much more than physical. I'm not here to just throw a workout at the athletes I work with and, you know, tell them to go do it and hope that they get some good results from it. I needed to, I started understanding more and more that before they were athletes, the people I was working with are people. And it's silly to pretend that these people don't suffer from similar issues to myself, similar issues to any of you watching this live stream or similar issues to anyone else. They're all dealing with, you know, the regular stresses of life. They're all dealing with trying to balance life and training and pursuing their passion and work and whatever else they have going on. They're all dealing with issues outside of the sport itself. They're all dealing with, you know, problems that we all face. And so I started really realizing, and it was actually through the shutdowns that I really started putting this stuff into action. I started really realizing that my impact and my purpose was far beyond just being in the gym and far beyond just throwing workouts at athletes and teaching them how to do it. What I really decided that, uh, where I really decided I wanted to take this, where I really decided, what I decided I wanted to do with this was I wanted to bring strength and conditioning to a new light. I wanted to bring strength and conditioning to a new level. I wanted to be the coach that was going to bring things to his athletes that other coaches wouldn't be wouldn't bring to them. You know, I wanted to separate myself. And how do I go about doing this? 
for anyone who is in the coaching industry or in the sport performance world in any way, you probably know this is what they would say, a very saturated market. There is a new gym on every corner. There is a new coach every eight and a half seconds on Instagram. Like you can't go 30 seconds without meeting someone who calls themselves a strength coach. So the way I started approaching it is I started approaching my career as holistic athlete development. So let me explain what I mean when I talk about being an athlete development professional instead of a strength and conditioning coach. Now, strength and conditioning, like we said, is, you know, I was focusing on the physical. I was focusing on the training that my athletes needed to be doing. I was focusing on making sure they were doing it correctly. And that is where I felt like my responsibility ended. Now, when it comes to athlete development and when it comes to what I've been working on the last couple of years, it's helped me understand that in order to help these athletes be successful, in order to help these people that I care about, in order to really take this career to a new level, I needed to offer more. I needed to be able to take them through a similar journey to what I went through, building up my career in this industry, starting my business, building my business, and what I continue to go through today in order to take my business to the next level. That was mental toughness, which obviously I know athletes have, but that was learning how to harness that mental toughness, learning how to understand that it's not about just doing more work. It's about being smarter with the work you're doing. It's about doing the right work and being the best at that. It's not just being about, it's not just about being good at what you do. It's about separating yourself and showing the world why you're the fucking best at what you do. It's not just about these simple things that we hear from every angle. It's not just about, you know, practice your skill set, eat the right food and go to bed on time and you're going to be a world champion. There's other things involved in that. And so I started thinking similar to running a business, you know, I don't just show up to the gym every day and hope for the best. I've got to learn these other elements. I've got to learn marketing. I've got to learn branding. I've got to learn social media. This stuff doesn't come naturally to me. Two and a half years ago, I was terrified to get on camera. Now I'm sitting staring at three cameras that are broadcasting me in five different places. But in order to reach the level that I'm at right now, and in order to continue to push past that level, I needed to understand this skill and I needed to master this skill. And by no means am I a master yet, but we're starting to go in that we're starting to go in that direction. And that is what I needed to teach my athletes as well. If you're going to be an athlete at the top level, if you're going to actually have the success that you want to have, you need to be able to, you need to be willing to do more. You need to be willing to do the things that your training partners, your opponents, people at other gyms, whatever else it is, aren't willing to do. So for an athlete, what does that mean? You know, we all know we need to train hard. We all know that we need to eat, eat well. We all know that sleep's important, although many of us might not know why. So what is it that you need to do that is going to separate you from the masses? What is it that you need to do that is going to allow you to push forward faster, that is going to allow you to reach higher levels, that is going to allow you to make your dreams come true while other people fall off? And that became a mission over the last couple of years. That became the thing that I wanted to be able to bring that no one else was bringing. Now, I won't go into exact business details of how I've been working on doing that, but 
the biggest thing that I wanted to get across in this episode, the biggest thing I wanted to get across to all of you listening is that what my focus is right now is not showing you how to train as an athlete. What my focus is right now is not showing you you know, which one's better, a front squat or a back squat. There are 40,000 of those coaches out there. And really and truly, the more and more I research those kinds of things, the more I realize there isn't one that's better. They're both good. You just need to use them in different times. What I am here to show on social media, what I am here to show to the athletes I work with, what I'm here to show to everybody is what you can do that separates you, is what you can do that other athletes aren't going to do or aren't willing to do that is going to allow you to reach higher levels than they are. So the first thing that I've really come to be aware of that I really hope to get across to all of you is becoming self-aware. And when I say that, I mean it in a few different ways. Number one is becoming self-aware of your vision. Not every athlete out there wants to be the best athlete to ever walk the planet, and that is okay. Not every athlete out there has visions of a world championship in their future, and that's okay. But be self-aware of the athlete you're trying to become. Be self-aware of the goals that you actually have. So if you're listening to this right now, drop a goal in the comments or just say it to yourself if you're listening back on a replay. You know, what are you actually hoping to accomplish with your training? Are you trying to turn pro? Are you trying to be a world champion? Are you trying to do all those things? Or are you just trying it out right now and seeing where it goes? Or are you trying to compete for an amateur championship and then moving on to quote unquote real life after that? If you have clarity about what those goals are, you can build your career in that direction. If you don't have clarity and you're just working hard to show everyone you're working hard, that is where you're going to run into trouble, which leads me into number two. And number two, of course, as I say it, I popped right out of my head, but that leads me into number two. I got it back. Number two is I'm here to show you that you need to put your ego aside. Now, again, sounds like a cliche saying, but you need to put your ego aside. If you're training for a sport right now, and you find yourself saying, I'm doing this in my training so that I can show everyone that I work harder than they do, that is a huge red flag. And the reason that's a huge red flag is because every person is different. That means not every person needs the same training. That means not every person needs to work the same level. Every person is different. And I cannot stress that enough. So instead of thinking about how do I do the most, how do I show all these people that I'm willing to do things that they're not willing to do, how do I go above and beyond what that guy's doing or that guy's doing or that guy's doing, you need to just be thinking purely, how do I improve myself to the highest level possible? And yeah, you can take pieces of what other people are doing, but the focus needs to be on you. If someone else is doing more than you are right now, that cannot be your concern. Your concern needs to be improving yourself, which leads me into number three. Your training should not look like the people at the highest level in your sport. If you right now are balancing training with a job, with anything else, your training should not look like the higher level people in the sport, the highest level people in the sport, because all they do is train and compete. 
They're paid to train and compete. And so your body is dealing with things that their body is not having to deal with. And as a result, they can take more training than you can. Now, this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be training hard. This doesn't mean you shouldn't be putting in hours. This doesn't mean that you're not going to be training at a high level. All I'm saying is that you need to be focused on you. You need to be focused on your training, getting to improving your quality as an athlete day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year, etc. Because if your focus is on what other people are doing and trying to match that, again, you're not keeping yourself top of mind. You're not doing the right things for you because you're too worried about doing the right things for them. So these are just, again, a few of the focuses that I've developed over my time in the strength and conditioning industry and a few of the focuses that I try to bring to my athletes. So basically, to summarize all of this, to summarize what I've been talking about, I hope you guys got a little bit of a better indication of who I am as a coach, a little bit of a better indication of what exactly it is I do, because my goal here is to spread this impact to millions of athletes around the world in my career. My goal here is to develop athletes to the highest level, and the way we do that, and the way the world is doing that right now is broken. The way the world's doing that right now is broken. We have this weird mentality that the guy who pushes the hardest is going to be the magic, the magically going to be the most prepared. And I understand, you know, the idea of hours put in, you know, the guy who puts in double the time is going to be twice as prepared. But I think if I can put it into the most simple words possible, what exactly I bring to my athletes, what exactly it is I do in my business is I teach you how to do it right instead of how to do it like everyone else. Instead of spending your time focused on grinding for the sake of grinding, I teach my athletes how to grind properly, how to train properly, how to develop themselves for their actual competition in order to be able to compete at their best and in turn in order to be able to reach the levels that they want to reach in their career and create the dreams that they want to create for themselves. That is what I bring to my athletes. That is what I'm passionate about doing. And the reason that I'm passionate about that is because, one, when I was competing in powerlifting myself, I had some guidance. I had some people, you know, helping me out a little bit along the way. But I didn't have that coach to give me that. What I had was my own young testosterone-fueled mentality of if I want to get strong, I just need to lift as heavy as possible, as often as possible, which worked really well for a very short period of time. And then after a while, it just started breaking me down. After a while, I just started getting hurt. I stopped competing as well. And I was just trying to figure it out on my own. And so what I want is for you to not have to go through that. What I want is for you from day one to have the coaches in your corner to show you how to do it properly instead of trying to figure it out on your own, hurting yourself repeatedly, and then having to start back from scratch and work your way back up the ladder time and time and time again. So that's a little bit about me, a little bit about what I do, and a little bit about why I do it the way I do it. So I hope you got something out of this. I hope you got some value. If you took something good away from the podcast today, I would love it if you would first drop a comment if you were here on the live stream with anything you took away. Or while you're reading back, reading while you're watching back, drop a comment on the video. Or if you're listening back on the podcast, share the show with a teammate, with a friend, with someone who needs to hear this message. 
because our goal here is to impact millions. Our goal here is to spread this message around the world and teach athletes how to train properly, teach athletes how to develop into the best version of themselves and not fall short with these classic traps we see in our industry. So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you taking the time. I'm looking forward to bringing you all another episode again tomorrow. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.